0: This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page.
1: Good morning, everybody. We're glad to see you all here. And uh, it's a beautiful sunny morning. It is is in in Crown Point. Um, We're glad you're here and trust that uh, God will bless you uh as uh you enter the worship we'll be doing something a little different today i don't know if you you realize it but of course next sunday the smiths will be away so i will be um we will be putting together the service for next sunday after we do this service (laughs) so that we have a service for next week as well Um, and i want to thank joel for all the extra work he's done and elaine All the extra work you've done, thank you. Um, uh, I've got something. Last Sunday was Grandparents' Day, and I had this ready for Grandparents' Day. My wife sent it to me, but it's called What is Love? Uh, When Grandma uh, got arthritis, she couldn't bend to paint her toenails. So Grandpa does it for her. But now his hands have arthritis too. But he still does it. That's love. Rebecca, eight years old. Now, when someone loves you, they say your name differently. You just know that your name is safe in their mouth. Billy, four years old. Uh, Love is what makes you smile when you're tired. Terry, four years old. Love is when a girl puts perfume on and a boy puts cologne on and they go out and smell each other. Carl, five years old. Love is when my mom, makes coffee for my dad she tastes it first to make sure it tastes all right danny eight years old love is what's in the room at christmas time if you stop opening presents and just listen you'll know it's there bobby seven years old if you want to learn to love better you should start with a friend you hate <laughs> we should uh we should take Nikki's advice she's six years old um Love is when you tell a guy you like his shirt and he wears it every day for the rest of the year. <laughs> Noel, seven years old. My mom loves me more than anyone else. You don't see anyone else kissing me to sleep at night, do you? Claire, six years old. Love is when mommy sees dad, daddy all smelly and sweaty from work he'd done, yet she still says he's handsomer than Robert Redford, whoever that is. Donnie, six years old. You really shouldn't say I love you unless you mean it. If you mean it, say it a lot. People forget. <laughs> Jessica, eight. Uh, uh, but the one that won it all was a, a four year old boy whose elderly next door neighbor lost his wife a few days before this happened. And he saw him on the porch. So he made his way over. And his mother saw him climb on the man's lap. And so when he came back from his little uh, uh, entourage with his neighbor, his mom asked her boy, so what did you say to him? And the boy replied, nothing, I just helped him cry. Those are really good definitions from children of of, uh, the fact that uh, what love really is, and grandparents, uh, you can take that to the bank because you're loved. This morning, we're uh, we're going to um, uh, have uh, our serve our our uh, call to worship. Uh, incidentally, we won't have um, most of the people from uh, faith that usually join us. Uh, they are starting with their new pastor uh, today, and so they won't be with us. They may be from time to time, but um, but uh, last Sunday was their last Sunday for most of them, although there may be others who come in because they can't make it out to church. So their service, service opening started today, and of course, social distancing uh, was put in place, etc., Well, our call to worship is Psalm 141, and it's from the message. Um, And so here it is. God, come close. Come quickly.
0: Tell everyone you meet what he has done.
1: Treat your prayer as sweet incense rising to you.
0: Post a guard at my mouth, God. Set a watch at the door of my lips
1: i only have eyes for you take care of me since i have run for dear life to you let, let wickedness fall flat on his face while i, while I walk away without a scratch joel uh, joel's gonna lead us in the first uh the first hymn first yeah
2: Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory, divine hair of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit washed in his blood this is my story
1: the day long. thank you joel for leading us in that piece. um let us go to god in prayer and um, and then the lord's prayer and the insurance of pardon Gracious god we thank you for this day we thank you lord for the beauty of it it's a lovely fall day And we ask, Lord, that in it, we would be found thankful, no matter what we're going through. Because, Lord, that's how you initially intended it for us to be. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would guide us in service today, that you would forgive our sins as we share them with you and know full well that when we do, you will forgive us our sins. And cleanse us from all that we've done wrong may each part of the service bring glory and honor to you through christ our lord who taught us to pray our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You have a children's song for us, Joel?
0: I do. I've got the song, Your Love, O Lord, but um, my kids really wanted to sing a song that we learned a couple weeks ago. Okay. Isla, could you come... uh... I didn't put it in the thing, but we'll sing it through really quick here. It was the one that we, that we learned about um, the fruit of the spirit. <clears throat> Can you come help me please, Caleb?
2: Shows God loving you. I see a of love is planted and grows, and the Spirit shines around You gotta have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. For this is the fruit of the Spirit. You gotta have goodness, faithfulness and self-control for this is the fruit of the spirit The fruit of the spirit shows God's loving you. I see the love is planted and grows, and the spirit shines through. You've gotta have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness for this is the fruit You gotta have goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control For this is the truth of the spirit For this is the truth of the spirit
1: Thank you very much for that uh, that's a good, that, I guess that was the week I was away, right?
0: It was, yeah, but uh, the kids asked this morning if we could sing it, so it was a good opportunity. Well, I,
1: I think we ought to sing it again soon.
0: Okay. No.
1: Great, well, um, uh, our family t- time is uh, really a story of Thanksgiving and, um, and uh, I want us all to be, remember that in the midst of this pandemic, God's Holy Spirit calls us to give thanks in everything. There's a passage of scripture that says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now, I have to confess that I've been doing more complaining about this season than I've done anything else. I haven't thanked God much for this, except maybe in prayer, when I do the congregational prayer, I sometimes will uh, will, re- will give thanks in spite of what it, it is. Uh, but the children are back at school now, and we want to everybody to remember that prayer accompanied by thanksgiving is the formula to seeing God work in the lives of each one of us. Prayer through thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, helps each of us to recognize that um, all that we have and all that we are, um, we need to give thanks. There was a a little reading in in our daily bread, and I know most of you have a copy of it, Uh, But in it, it was really amazing to have um, a story uh, about one of the great missionaries of yesteryear. And uh, they sat down, and this happened quite often, they sat down to eat. And as they sat down to eat, there was nothing to feed the children. It was an orphanage uh, overseas. and, uh, And to make a long story short... They all bowed their heads and thanked God for the food. And uh, as soon as they were done the prayer, because they usually prayed for missionaries and friends and family who weren't at the orphanage. and, And finally, they were done their prayer. And there was a knock on the door. And the man who was at the door was the baker. And he had that morning inadvertently made too much bread. And so he had brought enough, more than enough, for all the children to enjoy bread, and he also included jam. And I thought to myself, you know, that's just like God. That's just like our providing Father. When we give thanks for what we do have, he multiplies it. And how true that has been in terms of this, um, this COVID-19 period, where we have seen God meet our needs i'm going to pray for the children i see of course we had uh both uh, caleb and and isla uh help in that song on the fruit of the spirit and uh thank you very much let's pray and, and ask the lord to continue to protect our children our teachers and those that are in authority over us who need who need god's care and god's uh prevention of, of that uh, dreaded virus uh, hitting into their lives. Let's pray, gracious God. Thank you, Lord, for this week. We thank you, Lord, that a large number of of children and teachers went unscathed because, Lord, of your provision. There were school, a couple of schools, though, that that uh, COVID-19 did leave its mark. I pray, Lord, that you will heal those that did receive it all of those in ontario and quebec and across our great nation i pray lord that you would meet their needs and that you'd heal them and that lord you'd prevent anything from happening to the teachers and children of our schools across across canada we pray for your protection we also lord want to thank you for all of our children bless them lord as they're they've headed back to school and we ask lord that you sustain them and uh give them uh insight uh of their learn for their learning in christ's name we ask it amen um we're going to uh, together <coughs> um pray the prayer that's uh on your bulletin and uh and so uh it's it's right there on your bulletin it's also on the on the screen and let's pray thank you lord for the plan that you have for our lives we pray that you would help us to think about all you have provided for us through christ we pray amen Well, our scripture reading, and uh, I'm going to read it myself today, uh, is found in Exodus, chapter 16, verses 2 to 15. Actually, I I wanted it started right at 1. Chapter 16, verses 1 uh, through to uh, uh, 15. I'm reading it from the... um, um the message on the 15th day of the second month after they had left egypt the whole company of israel moved on from elam to the wilderness of sin which is between elam and sinai and the whole company of israel complained against moses and aaron there in the wilderness and the israelites said Why didn't God let us die in comfort? How soon we forget. In comfort in Egypt where we had stew and all the bread we could eat. You brought us out into this wilderness to starve us to death. All of us. The whole nation of Israel. God said to uh, Moses, I'm going to rain bread down from the skies for you. The people can gather each day's ration. I'm going to test them to see if they're... They'll live according to my teaching or not. And on the sixth day, when they had prepared what they had gathered, it will turn out to be twice as much as their daily ration, so that they can celebrate on the seventh day. And Moses and Aaron told the people of Israel, This evening you will know that it is God who brought you out of Egypt, and in the morning you'll see the glory of God. Yes, He listens to your complaints. You haven't been. Compl- complaining against us really but against god and moses said since it will be in god uh, be god who gives you meat for your meal in the evening and your fill of bread in the morning it's god who will will have listened to your concerns against him who are we in all this you haven't been complaining to us you've been complaining to god moses instructed Aaron, tell the whole company of israel come near to god He's heard your complaints. And when Aaron gave out the instructions to the whole company of Israel, they turned to face the wilderness, and there it was, the glory of God, visible in the the cloud. And God spoke to Moses, saying, I've listened to the complaints of the Israelites. Now tell them this. At dusk, you will eat meat, and at dawn, you will eat your fill of bread. And you'll realize that I am God. That evening, quail flew in, and covered the camp and in the morning there was a layer of dew all over the camp and when the layer of dew had lifted there on the wilderness ground was a fine flaky substance fine as frost on the ground and the israelites took look took a look and said to one another what is it which is the word manna and they gathered enough for everyone in their tent Well, it's a very interesting passage, uh, because it tells us a few things. And uh, this morning, as we look at God's Word, we must realize that um, I've entitled my message A Cure for Complainers, but really, I'm preaching to myself. If there was anybody who was preaching to themselves, it was me. So. Story is, a man goes into a diner and orders lunch, and the manager asks him, how did you like your meal? And the man replied, it was good, but you could have given me a little more bread. Well, the next day, manager tells waitress to give the man four slices of bread, and the manager asks after he's finished his meal, how was your meal today? Man says, good, but you could have given me a little more bread. Manager instructs waitress to slice up a whole loaf of bread and put it by his plate next day after he was finished he said uh so how was your meal today and the man says well it's good but you could have given me a little more bread and so the manager's obsessed to please this client and so he he orders the the uh, the baker to make that man a four foot loaf of bread Now, a four-foot loaf of bread wouldn't necessarily have a pan for it, so it just kind of lays out. And so they put it on there, and they didn't even slice it for him. And so at the end of his meal, and he ate the whole thing, ate the whole thing. And so he was asked how his meal was. And he responded, good as usual, but I see you're back to giving me one slice. (laughs) No matter what that manager would have done, he would have never satisfied that client. And you know, it was the same way for the children of Israel. Because our lesson today uh, is, I've, I've entitled it, What It Is: A Cure for Complaining. Because all of us find ourselves doing that in the midst of what we're going through. Let's face it. Well, um, our lesson today begins with the whole community grumbling against Moses and Aaron. So much so that um here they're saying if we had died by the lord's hand in egypt talk about a misconstrued vision of what the past was really like and let's face it all of us fall into that there we sat around pots of meat that's the king james version and ate all the food we wanted they were on the verge of having not enough. They just had enough every day. That's all the Egyptian people would allow them to to, uh, experience. There they sat, there we sat, around pots. You brought us out to the desert to starve. Interesting how they put it. But the fact is, the same thing happens today they are in comfort, they don't feel they have enough food. So God says, no, you know what? You can come and complain to me anytime you want. And I want us to remember that today. God says to you and to me, come and bring your complaints to me anytime you want. And I will answer you. I want us to note that. It reminds me of a lady who uh, was a fountain of complaints. And uh, the pastor went to visit her. Well, she said, the kids are noisy. People at church never visit me. Arthritis is getting worse. The weather's terrible. And on and on she went. But she says to her pastor, do you know I've had the worst headache every day this week? But talking to you, it's gone. And he responded, uh, no, I have it now. <laughs> the fact remains that <clears throat> that's what happens when people complain. This. I think of football. I, I love football. So, But uh, football coaches have the, the, the same problem, same challenge. Former coach Chuck Mills, he defines spectators as a person who sits 40 rows up in a stand, wonders why a 17-year-old quarterback can't hit another 17-year-old kid with a football from 40 yards. Yet the same spectator goes out to the parking lot and can't find his car. <laughs> Moses had to put up with a whole nation, <coughs> excuse me, of a million people who were murmuring. That's the word, really, in the King James Version. They were murmuring. John Galsworthy describes murmuring murmurers as people who build dungeons in the air. <laughs> I like that word picture, if you will. But there's good news for all murmurs. You're invited to bring those murmurings to God. Do it now. I think we should do it. We're gonna do that at the end of the sermon. Uh, Charlie Brown, of course, is always an epitome of looking like he's not very happy. And, um, Uh, You learn, uh, so he goes to Lucy and he says to Lucy, uh, Lucy, um, man, our team is always losing. Our ball team's always losing. And Lucy consoles him and says, remember Charlie Brown, you learn more from your defeats than you do from your victories. And Charlie Brown replies, that makes me the smartest man ever. the fact is that <clears throat> there's a lot of truth to that we are life is filled with aggravations trials pain sorrow and we mustn't minimize those that's the fact of life but when you need to do during this thanksgiving season is count your blessings and i believe uh Uh, Joel will be leading that for us a little later on. We need to understand that. Secondly, we need to recognize how God has provided for us in the past. Always keep that in mind. You know that he provided you for something yesterday that you were totally unaware of. Give him thanks for that. I find myself complaining about a lot of things. My life. Here's a little secret, God is the only one who cares. Let me say that again. God is the only one who cares, so tell it to him. Used to be a little chorus that we used to sing, are you tired, are you weary hearted? Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus alone. That's what the song, the chorus said. So tell him, he responds graciously. So first of all, he supplied manna, bread from heaven. And, and the question, the word is really, what is it? That's what it means. What, that's what manna means. What is it? And then God, uh, in the evening, supplied them with quail. It's a little bird. Uh, and it's interesting. Uh, it, it, they actually, they tell us that every spring, Flocks of birds cross the Red Sea, and they're on their way to Sinai Peninsula. They land exhausted, and to this day, they're easily caught and used for food. Killed and then fried, uh, or or put on a put on a fire. You know the thing we got to remember is when we've had a bad accident and we walk away unscathed. Do we thank God, or do we say, boy, I was lucky there? Let us begin to think. God. The third increment in our cure for murmuring is the need. When we are going through times of, do- of, of trouble and tribulation and uncertainty, I think it's important for us to recognize that maybe God wants to get our attention so that we might find our true purpose for living you may say ah, i'm an old person what kind of a purpose would i have uh ah, you have a very important purpose in god's plan if you'll just open your heart and recognize that dr carl menninger is a, a great psychiatrist of yesteryear his prescription To the lady who was depressed was for her to go out find someone who needed help and then help them no matter what the cost the hebrew people knew they were chosen the people of god but here's some news for you so are you so are you um and and so we need to understand that they sometimes forgot that they were God's chosen people, and so do we. They were chosen for one purpose, to be a reflection of God to the nations, and so are we chosen for that task. My conclusion is this. Adolf Hitler, who, of course, we all know historically sought to eliminate the Jews, was a disciple of the mad philosopher Nietzsche. I studied Nietzsche. university matter of fact my my major in my degree from uh, ottawa u was was philosophy i had to take so many credits of philosophy so i thought well i might as well study as many as i can and i studied nietzsche and he taught the god is dead philosophy so hitler in order to eliminate god from society felt it necessary to eliminate god's children from the world And I'm so glad he failed. But not before he annihilated six million people. Same thing could even happen today when it comes to Christians. And we ought not to take that lightly. Matter of fact, there's many countries in the world, and it's going unreported, where there are hundreds of people in churches who have been slaughtered because they're Christians. It's a fact. But there's a biblical cure for murmuring. Tell Jesus about our pettiness. Remember God's provision for us all in the past. He's always provided. And then ask your Heavenly Father to show you his purpose for you. In order that we might reflect the glory of God in who we are and how we live and what we say. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, thank you for your word. We ask now that you will be with us as we we, uh, go into prayer. We want to take time, Lord, though, to praise you, to thank you, to worship you, to bring praise to you in order that you might help us to reflect the glory of God, the glory of Jesus in our lives today. That's what you've created us to do. And may, the Lord, we take that purpose that we've been created for and reflect Jesus in everything we do. Through Christ we pray. Amen. I just encourage all of you to make sure that as the end of the month comes, to uh, uh, make sure that your church is has all their needs supplied. And we thank you in advance for your generosity. I want to thank uh, uh, the people that, you know, make this day possible. I I think of uh, Elaine, who does such a great job in always making sure that uh, she's got something to give us. And uh, Joel, who week by week uh, uh, leads us and guides us. And so uh, as we go to prayer, I want you to take one person that we've had on the prayer list in the past and pray for them in our pastoral prayer. I've got a number of people I can think of, but I want you to take as we do them the minute of silence uh, to remember those and also remember the residential schools, the students from there who, have, who are living different lives today and, and all of the places that we can think of where people were um, less than kind to those that were placed under their care. Let us pray. Our God, as we uh, as we are wrapping up our service, we want to remember those who have needs. We pray for all those in our seniors' homes especially. We pray for Isabel, and we pray for um, Judith. We pray for Donna Tizek, who is an example Of the most positive person I've ever met every time I went in to visit her and it's been a while now because of uh, COVID 19 but she was always so positive and so happy and Lord I sensed that she definitely had the presence of God in her and she knew how to live her life in Thanksgiving she was always thankful for anything anybody ever did for her and in turn Demonstrated the love of Jesus through all the things that she has been through. She didn't feel poorly about herself at all. She was thankful to you, Lord, for all that she went through. Be with her and Lori and the many others, Lord. And right now, Lord, we're going to remember those in your mercy, O Lord, as we bring them to you. Hear our prayers. Lord, we give thanks for those that make this service possible. And ask, Lord, that you be with Elaine and Joel. Guide their lives. Encourage them, Lord. And most of all, make sure, Lord, that you supply every one of their needs. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Joel is going to close our service with uh, counter-blessings, I believe, right?
0: That is correct. Count your blessings. I'm sure many of you know this song already. If not, uh, you will learn it quickly.
2: (laughs) When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged thinking all is lost count your many blessings name them one by one and it will surprise you what the lord has done count your blessings name them one Are you ever burdened with the load of care? Does the cross seem heavy? You are called to bear. Count your many blessings, every death will fly. And you will be singing as the days go. Christ has promised you his wealth. Discouraged, God is over. Count your many blessings, angels will attend. Help and comfort.
1: Joel, isn't that a great little song? Count your many blessings because we have many of them. Well, as we close, um, I just got a note on my screen um, and I I knew this but I was reminded of it. Um, uh, Des uh, Forrest uh, who I've known for many, many years. Um, His dad passed away. He's a younger man uh and uh let's uh, just take a moment to remember the family Uh, this was sudden in in a lot of ways lord we pray for uh des and his family and the loss of of his dad and ask lord that you'd be with them strengthen and uphold them be of encouragement to them at this time in christ's name we pray amen Well, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Amen. You can talk to each other now for a couple of moments, and then we will uh, start the second service, but nobody else will be there.
0: (laughs) Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services, first at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week week after week throughout the summer, and then in the winter, we're only in Elfin, and then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon, and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.